0: And it's got a strap so you can sling it around your arm. I'll probably take off the strap. Ugh. Decent, but that strap is strap off. Not quite all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get those kinds of references immediately. Please tell me that's going at the beginning of the episode now. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it! Welcome, welcome, bienvenidos. I think I said that last week. <laughs> to the naked apple. <laughs> Here know, we come trying to, to save to the day. You know, Keith, that reminds me of a uh, probably the best radio introduction commercial I've ever heard. You remember uh, 101.9, 107.5, the end. No. Yes. So when they t- changed from 107.5 to 101.9. They were right between a country station and a Hispanic station. <laughs> and their uh, commercial for themselves were here at 101.9, the end, used to be 107.5, the end, we'd like to say hello to our new neighbors. Buenos dias, hillbillies. <laughs> 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 and now that radio show is no more. But it was fun while it lasted. Anyway, an uneventful week happened this week. And we uncovered we we uncovered to intend. <laughs> in English, Trevor. In English. <clears throat> Understand me, you will not. Uh we intend to cover all five minutes of entertaining and entertainment that was last week. And it'll only take us two and a half hours. We're jamming at least five minutes of entertainment to two and a half hours. Do we even have a standard show length? Nah. We have a uh it's getting kind of late. I need to go to bed, length. That's pretty much gotcha. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> now, on the sec like the second show that I was on, I like I literally almost fell asleep. Not because I was bored, but because it was late. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you check the footage, you might be able to find it. <laughs> and right there. There. You see? Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Insert uh is it Matt Damon? Is it Matt? Da- no. I can't remember. The Are name. you talking about the trans person that looks like Matt Damon that just got fired from no, the no no, 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 no. The gif where he's pointing and whistling. And oh, I don't know. It's not Matt Damon. I don't know. Anyway, before we get into that, though, it's, of course, traditional during these traditional times. It is. It is indeed a tradition to delve To into. burn the yule. Oh, oh. oh. wait. Oh, wait. Huh. Oh, ah, hold on! Oh, Fire's wait. involved. I'm you, you had my curiosity, but now I knew you where you attention. were going, and I tried to <laughs> head you off at the pass. Our <laughs> weekly dose of, of the vitamin, vitamin B. B. Hello and welcome to your vitamin B. Thank you so much. We have stories for you today. Stories upon stories? Stories upon stories. Many stories. Stories of stories. And the first story is one of the most important stories. Disinformation down 92% as New York Times writers go on strike. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing, the coincidence. Speaking of disinformation... Sigourney Weaver thanks Jennifer Lawrence for paving the way for female action heroes. (laughs) If it wasn't for her. You know, Santa might not be the only one sliding down your chimney this year. That's not an innuendo. (laughs) IRS agents slide down chimneys looking for gifts of $600 or more. I was told that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> well, they lied. Oh. Oh, I'm surprised. Speaking of Santa Claus, Christmas is canceled after Sam Brinton steals Santa's sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious as to which sack this headline is referring to. I'm um, I not going to <laughs> delve into that. Don't want not to dig not into that there. one. Speaking of hairy wrinkly sacks... <laughs> Following Cinema's exit, Romney announces intention to remain in the Democratic Party. <laughs> Moving on to something much more joyful than Romney. Canadian healthcare system introduces punch card. Where on your 10th visit you get a free suicide. <laughs> Clearly you're overworking the system. You need to go away. Speaking of the new punch card system, a Canadian doctor recently lost his license for not wearing his mask while euthanizing a patient. Doesn't Priorities. He know, doesn't he know he could have killed him? He could have, could killed, have killed him. Killed grandma. You could oh, have wait. killed her. It could have gone bad. <laughs> Canadian dentist now offering euthanasia as alternative to cavity filling. You know, I've had I'm the listening. cavity filling, and I think that's a fair trade. I'm listening. <laughs> you, had, you had my interests now. You, had you have my attention. You, ha- you had me a hello. <laughs> Hillary Clinton awarded honorary Canadian medical license. <laughs> Can confirm. <clears throat> oh, gee. In other news... Brittany Griner returns to quiet life of obscurity in the WNBA. (laughs) That took me a second. Speaking of, Biden decides to read Art of the Deal after getting ripped off in the Griner trade. (laughs) Did he, though? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> the good news is, shortly after returning to America, Brittany Griner flees back to Russia in terror after seeing an American flag. <laughs> what a relief! <laughs> yes, she left one red, white, and blue to another red, white, and blue. And this has been your Vitamin B. <laughs> That was that was entertaining. What uh, are, are you, not entertained? you not entertained? I'm not entertained. Are you not entertained? If if if, if I say no, <laughs> then what? <clears throat> so, at the top of everyone's headlines because I guess it's important is uh Britney Griner. Oh yes. Not sure why this is such an important story, but everyone's talking about it. So let's talk it's, about it. It's an important story, but I don't think it's important for the reasons that we're told it's supposed to be important. So NBC... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me give my gist of this. Oh, you have the do gist? Do you have my in- intro? Okay. For that? The, do it. We're, we're calling it, if the news were honest, more honest. I do not have an intro for that. All right. We haven't changed one. anything on my board. I let's will make see. a thing. Okay. Uh well let's do um let's do this one because it's love it if the news was honest. Buh, 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 buh. It's work in progress. Really. It's getting there. I'm
1: thinking yeah, be
0: about there eventually. calling it unspinning the news. Unspinning the news. Anyway, we'll get there. Yeah, since YouTube doesn't want to. Let us put stuff on their website. I'll Here's the real intro.
1: Everybody knows you never go full retard.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can work with that. <laughs> okay, going on into it. <clears throat> this week, the Biden administration made the decision to trade for the prisoner in Russia, Brittany Greiner, a woman made famous as a WNBA player for being gay, a gay minority known for hating America, kneeling to disrespect the American flag, and fighting against racism. We traded for this WMB player in, ex- in exchange for a world renowned arms dealer known as the merchant of death known for aiding and arming terrorist organizations. He may be one of the most dangerous arm dealers in the world. Second only to Joe Biden himself. This decision was prioritized over trading for a different prisoner in Russia, Paul Whelan, a former U.S. Marine who served the United States for years. A Biden official made a statement. We needed to make the decision that reflected our values and choosing a minority that disrespects America and fighting racism is something that is needed now more than ever. And if Paul Wayland's family asks why he was overlooked, we'll just tell him that we chose someone that fights against racism more valiantly. And he should have thought about that before he became a white male. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and, this <laughs> has, and this has been If the News Were More Honest.
1: Everybody knows you never go full retired.
0: You and fool, man. There you go. There we go. <laughs> That's the That's closer. The open and the close. <laughs> Found it. Found it. It's a work in progress. We'll get there. <laughs> so, when this first broke, NBC... Is it NBC? Yes, NBC. I thought it was ABC. Maybe it's NBC. Anyway... They initially said that we could have got both Brittany and Paul Whelan. Initially offered, NBC published a bombshell story alleging that Russian officials initially offered the Biden administration the choice between WNBA star Brittany Griner and Marine uh, veteran Paul Whelan in Thursday's prisoner swap, but then issued a correction after White House told a different story. Uh, <clears throat> Outkicks David Hookstead shared screenshots of both the original and the edited version, explaining NBC had a bombshell report that Russia offered American Brittany Griner or Paul Whelan, citing a senior government official. It would be Biden's choice which one to save. The reporter was later edited. The report was later edited without explanation to mirror Biden's explanation that only Griner was offered. Oh, we didn't have a choice, is what we're told. But apparently, we were given. A choice, and we chose the woke option instead of the Marine who's in Russia. <clears throat> now, to be fair, the Marine has been dishonorably dischar- discharged, but he's still a former Marine. Yeah. And, He's uh, still an American. Still an American and has been there longer than Brittany Greiner and is serving a longer sentence than Brittany Greiner for something that he is not. And he was actually wrongfully detained. He, he actually wasn't guilty of what he was he, put in he for, act, for. He actually yeah. did not break a law in Russia where Brittany Greiner did, did break, a, break law, so a law So in what, what Which was yes. Brittany Greiner originally um, convicted for? Like, what was the story about? CBD that? oil. Yeah, in Russia, you're not free to walk around with... Uh, um drugs cannabis cannabis yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so apparently britney griner she's like well it's legal in most states in the united states so shouldn't i be able to do it in russia i mean technically you can you can do anything you want anywhere you are the repercussions it's only illegal if you get caught (laughs) the repercussions for doing so vary country by country and state by state in this case uh, Russia is accusing the former Marine of being a spy. I'm sure that has nothing to do with Russia trying to get a better deal out of exchanging a former Marine for something better from the United States. Whereas Brittany Griner, they just arrested her for, I bet you anything, they had no idea who she was. <laughs> because yeah. we have no idea who she is. That's, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> they just said, oh, okay, you can't have this. Go to jail. I wonder how many people can name a WMB. player NBA player, prior to this whole story, at least. And I mean, I can name one now. Yeah, <laughs> one. Na- name just a one. WNBA star who is not Britney Griner, and Ooh. go. Time's up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jeez, you didn't give me enough time for Google to kick in. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I bet you they because when when you uh, apply for a passport to a country. And that passport is approved. That that country is also approving the passport for you to go travel to that country. Google's not helpful because the only one it brings up is Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> not even Google knows. That's not goal. even Google knows another <laughs> WNBA star. Wait, there's more than one? Wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's see. Uh, what, what's another? Uh, women's soccer. Aside from the... Rapinoe? Yeah, the dyke. Who do you know this <laughs> women's soccer star? I don't know, but the only reason why I remember Rapinoe is because she brags how much better women are than men and then proceeded to get beat handedly by 15-year-old boys. At least Google <laughs> knows other women's soccer players. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so you you get a passport. That passport is an agreement between you and the United States and you and whatever country you're going to that you will follow the laws of the country you're going to travel to. Brittany Griner broke said laws, which means the contract was broke, which means you're, you're in jail at the country at which you broke the law. And the United States can attempt to get you out, but typically doesn't have much leverage to do so. But in this case, I guess it's okay in the middle of a war between Russia and Ukraine to hand Russia an arms dealer who got his start from the fall of the Soviet Union by selling weapons out of Ukraine that weren't documented anymore because of the fall of the Soviet yep. nation. Now that I'm sure I'm sure there's not gonna be anything wrong. What with the billions of dollars we're sending Ukraine in weapons that's not being tracked or uh, documented. And then we send an arms dealer to Russia. Oh.
1: (coughs) (coughs) How can you say we're
0: funding both sides of a war without saying we're funding both sides of the (laughs) war? (laughs) Once again, Biden continues to be the world's most dangerous arms dealer. Uh Uh-huh. And what this should do is effectively put a nail in the coffin of any stupid argument from the Democrats of gun control. Should. What it should well, Gun do. violence is okay if it's in other countries. Yes, it's fine. <clears throat> it's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's uh, But no, what I want to know about this story is like why did we make that trade in the first place? Because what the like what the Biden administration is saying is they're saying, oh, well, we traded for Brittany Griner over Paul Whelan because, you know, it's more humane to trade for a woman than for a man. They and didn't even make that defense. <clears throat> oh, they didn't make that defense? No, they did not make that argument at all. Oh. Biden, in his little thing, said she embodies everything great about the United States. And a Marine doesn't. And a Marine Very does not. Very revealing. Well, I mean, he was dishonorably discharged. Okay, he was enough. dishonorably discharged. But it also you went know for... I don't remember. I don't I'd have to look it up. Okay. But do it, you got it? No. Okay, I'll look it up. But um, it, it should not come as a surprise though because we left all kinds of special forces and regular soldiers behind in Afghanistan. And translators, yeah. Yeah. So I I would not doubt that Biden has a bone has a uh, bone to pick with the military because he thinks the military is responsible for his son's death. And so he's holding it against the military that jeez that's a in his senile that's an interesting theory um no because how else do you describe what he's doing one of the biggest things that made me like how how do i how do i put this um that infuriated me about the obama presidency is he normalized negotiating with terrorists yeah Um, I i don't recall the specifics of when this happened but basically um he sent like millions maybe billions of dollars to like <clears throat> um basically uh organization or governments that fund terrorism yeah dropping off pallets of cash on yeah. in the middle of the night to yeah Iran. that was an obama yeah. era that was an yeah. obama era thing and so he normalized mm-hmm. that he's like no that's fine he also changed a policy saying that it's totally fine for families to pay ransoms to terrorists yeah that's no no um and the answer to that is no because you know what that does is is it puts a target on the back of every Every, american that travels uh internationally yeah and the same thing is true here because if if uh the biden administration is willing to trade um for a person that legitimately broke the the law you know like she got her passport stupid as we may think the law is yeah (laughs) She broke the law and she is suffering the consequences of that. Um, and then trading a arms dealer known as the merchant of death during a Russian war to Russia. That puts a target on the back of every American that's traveling there. <clears throat> An arms dealer that was so dangerous so, that Interpol even, got even if even, down. like my opinion is even if they did trade for the Marine, I would still be furiated because this puts a target on the back of every American. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, well, the, well, that's why Trump turned down the the deal originally yeah. during his presidency. Yeah. He was offered the deal to trade the Marine for uh, Merchant of Death, and he's that, <laughs> no <the> right decision. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to give right me decision decision more than that. Because, and then they go, then then the Biden administration is like, okay, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, so we'll trade it, it for looks the like American that hates America. Waylon was dishonorably discharged. In 2008, after about four years of service for, I think it was four years, was 2000, 2003 to 2008, so about five years. Okay. What um, was it for? He spent two years in Iraq. And he was dishonorably discharged for um, attempted larceny, making a false official statement Ten specifications of uttering checks without having sufficient funds in his account for payment, wrongfully using another social security number, and three specifications of dereliction of duty. Oh, really? Dereliction he of duty. apparently stole like ten thousand dollars from the Marine Corps. Uh huh. Is what it, okay. it ended up. So, like to, in total, being. So to reiterate, no, we don't want that trade either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, once again, it is um, like I, I do think that we should do something about it um, because even though, yeah, he was dishonorably dischar- discharged, he was still an American. And from what I've done in my research, he was wrongfully detained in Russia. Yes, he was he wrongfully detained and in therefore Russia. He and should be treated like any other American citizen in yes, a foreign country. I, yes. But I agree with that. Trading yes. for the Merchant of Death no. doesn't sound like a good trade to me. No. no. The, the real question I have here is what is this distracting from? Uh, uh, things? Because, you know, the whole magician thing. Uh-huh. It's, it's all about the distraction. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, and I that's, that's what this is. This is a distraction. They totally did this agree. to totally distract agree. us from The magic something. is not in the wand. The magic is in the distraction of the wand. <laughs> <laughs> they wave it around. Did you learn that in Chippendales. Look. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the rescue! Agent? No, 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 no! The, the magic, the magic, Mike one, one. the other one. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The magic is not in the wand. <laughs> oh, dear. You're a dark mind.
1: <laughs> So,
0: the way that I see this that took me a while. If I I don't get these jokes immediately, it's probably it's, for the best. It's probably for the you're much more innocent than I am, my sweet. What child. doesn't kill you makes your humor darker. <laughs> <laughs> much, I should have died several times much, in my lifetime. Darker. <laughs> when faced with death, suddenly everything is funny. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. What I think... Uh, so if Biden was actually a strong president and kept the military a strong military and was approaching this thing from a strong... Uh, from a, uh, a position of strength, what could have been done was, sure, we'll give you the merchant of death for Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan and everyone else that you de- have detained. Yeah. And you will cease and desist all hostilities to Ukraine. If it had been Reagan negotiating this deal. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know how much you know about Reagan, but really, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's a Reagan reason. would have got all of them out and probably still would have kept the Merchant of Death. Right. So, it's... Uh, The best way to approach it is basically at The Godfather. I'll make you a deal you can't refuse. Yes. (laughs) uh, You can take this, or we will make you stop all hostilities to Ukraine. Yep. Here's my (laughs) carrot. You don't want to know what the stick is. And we'll take (laughs) all of your prisoners. How's that sound? (laughs) You're going to give me back all of the Americans that you're currently holding. That's it. That's the deal. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's, that's what beautiful, you get beautiful yeah
0: <laughs> so yes. Yeah. so uh what's going on in the background us you say yes well uh the uh, disrespect for marriage act We're, I'm, I'm declaring it's actually the destruction of marriage act fair i'm uh it, close it, enough it's... fair i'll allow it <clears throat> Yeah, that's what I'm calling it There's from an now old on. There's
1: saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, <laughs> probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on
0: It should be this funny shame every on time. You. <laughs> hey, fool me, we can't get fooled again. I just, I just use it at the best times. So uh, it, it's all about timing. It's all about the timing. <sighs> the difference between a villain and a supervillain. Presentation. Presentation. Yes. <laughs> Probably DreamWorks' best animated film. <laughs> it hands down DreamWorks' best animated film. <laughs> Mega Mind <sighs> is a jewel and a treasure and a gift to humanity. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> and That's I love well. you, random <laughs> citizen, <laughs> De- <laughs> Arachnus Deathicus. <laughs> Your weakness is. I tried to stop cover? him, but he's just too fantastic. <laughs> you were deadly right, deadly spider. <laughs> you were right, and I was less right. I was less right. I could quote that movie all day long. Oh, gosh. Speaking of less right, Joe Biden officially has signed the Destruction of Marriage Act, as it Keith likes to call it that is what i like to call it into law on tuesday today last week it passed the house where uh republicans signed on board with it not as many as signed on to it initially um but here in utah all except one voted yes and then that one voted present and then uh i just forgot his name Burgess owens yeah Burgess Owens voted present, yeah, which is basically like saying no comment it's uh it's saying that uh I'm here, I could say yes or no, but I don't wanna yep, oh, so you have so you can have plausible deniability <laughs> <laughs> come on, man, you were supposed to have a backbone, yeah, yeah, agreed, bunch vote no sp- to that shit, bunch of spineless rubes, and I bet you. I would not be surprised if you asked uh, some of the others if they're LDS. They would say something about the, well, the church supports it. They don't, technically. Yeah. No, They. <laughs> they, they. the church statement, it said something about how um, it, they, they would support this bill as long as there's religious protections. And, you know, they're saying that there are not the church, but like the government is saying that there is, but there totally isn't. Yeah, at least not for individuals. Yes, there's there is religious protections for churches. <clears throat> there's not religious protections for individuals. Yeah, which is which is horrifying. It basically so, I mean, l- like I mentioned when we were first discussing this act a few episodes ago, is they're allowing us to practice our religion in those little boxes that we call churches, uh-huh. but nowhere else. Yep, you the if you do freedom- not celebrate same-sex marriage in every other aspect of life, then we can sue you or whatever. Because the freedom of religion, much like all of the other rights granted, well, not granted to us, but uh, enumerated in the Constitution, applies only to the organization, not to the individual. Yes. Unless it's the NRA or something like that, then it doesn't apply. At all. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) If it's (laughs) firearm-related. So, yeah, the Biden administration, they threw a big party. It still only applies to the organization. The organization of the government has the right to to hold firearms. Nothing says I have a freedom to do a thing like getting permission from the government to exercise said freedom. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Right. I'm in charge. My wife said so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Today is a good day, Biden proclaimed at the signing ceremony. A day America takes a vital step towards equity or no equality. Sorry. Toward liberty and justice, false. Not just for some, but for everyone. Also false. Toward creating a nation, a nation decency, dignity, and love are recognized. Wow. The truth is literally the opposite of everything he said. <laughs> I just love how they have they have to quote him directly, which makes it look like a terrible typo. But it's but not. it was just him but talking. it just him talking. <laughs> this. This looks like a guy with epilepsy had a stroke while typing it out. (laughs) No, that's just the way he talks. Godzilla died trying to read that. (laughs) Trying to read that. (laughs) Had a stroke and died. Uh, The ceremony was witnessed by thousands of people on the White House South Lawn who were barraged with music from non-binary English singer Sam Smith and musician Cyndi Lauper. Good for them. The president also personally invited a number of drag queens to attend the ceremony, some of whom have performed in front of children, the Daily Mail reported. How presidential. Yes. Nothing says, hey, God, screw you, and here's what we worship now. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) This is going to end well. Well's a word. Deep one. (laughs) (laughs) You can throw a body in that be a non-binary drag artist invited to the White House is something I never imagined would happen. Thank you, President and Dr. Biden, for inviting me to this historic bill signing. Grateful doesn't even be, doesn't begin to express the emotions I feel. Drag queen Marty Gould Cummings, of course, ah! wrote on Instagram. Thank you, Wilhelm. <sighs> so... This, this and other things related to this made me think of a question. Does the devil always lie? No. Why not? Um, <clears throat> because sometimes he can, like, use truth to point people in a certain direction and then slip a lie into it. Um, Is using the truth as a lie still a lie? Yes, that's the real question. It's a misdirection, which is so, lying. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, like one one example I think is um, I I, w- I would say that the whole gay agenda thing, um, <clears throat> like it started out as a way to um, like give respect to those that are um, fundamentally mm-hmm. gay, mm-hmm. you know, which. Um, yeah, it took me a while to come around to, you know, being gay is not a choice. You know, like, that. that's a complicated conversation. Clearly, there are innate um, factors that co- go into it, but also environmental factors. Yes. And so, that's still unknown. The science, like, is certainly not conclusive, at least as far as I can tell. Um, but, you know, like, that's something I agree with, is that those that are born with same-sex attraction, they absolutely should be respected. Even if um, it is a choice, yeah. Even if it is a choice, people I should be see, respected yeah, for their thank choice. You. Like it, it, doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter that. whether it's a choice or not. People, you should just leave people the fuck alone. Sure, <laughs> <For> sure. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> to put it bluntly, <laughs> to put it bluntly. Yeah. But again, th- this has so again that that purpose of treating everyone with respect and leaving yeah. everyone the heck alone, which is how the um same sex uh, marriage rights movement started. It's like leave us the heck alone. That's how it started. Uh-huh. You know, but over time it morphed into you will celebrate this or you will you know if you don't accept what I believe, then you will wrong. destroy your life, basically. Yeah. Which is the definition of <clears throat> fascism. Yes. By the way. Yes. So- In case anybody was wondering <laughs> <laughs> what it actually means to be a fascist, that's literally exactly the textbook definition to a uh, fascism, allow people to have choice by force. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're yeah. free to choose whatever you want, so long but as it's anyway. the thing that we want you to choose. Yes, <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, continue. yeah. So, the first documented lie we have of the devil is from the Bible, where he's with Adam and Eve, right? And uh, he's tempts Adam, and Adam, being the stubborn male that he is. no (laughs) and Eve being the compassionate person that she is the compassionate woman listens to the devil and the devil tells her because he first talked to Adam and he basically told a flat out lie to Adam that nothing he said was true to Adam and I said no then he goes to Eve and he tells her I know God said you're going to die you're not going to die you'll just know good from evil And it was true that you would know good from evil, but it wasn't true that you wouldn't die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So fast forward a few millennia and the devil's got a little bit more experience under his belt. And uh, this bill recognizes um, same-sex marriage on the federal level. That's true. And... uh, It uh, provides for religious freedom, which is partially true because it allows for churches and nonprofits and stuff, mostly, to uh, exercise religious freedom. In little boxes. But the individual, that's where the lie is. And it's a pretty big lie because the whole point of the Constitution and the whole point of God's purpose is individual freedom, individual retribution, individual salvation. You're not, your salvation is not linked to the choices of another person, just as much as your freedom should not be linked to the choices of another person. That's called a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Related. Cambridge. Related to crime? or? Oh, are you you moving on to the dictionary Dictionary. Moving on to the next one. All uh, right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to vent about this for a second here. Going back to the destruction of marriage Oh, okay, you want to vent, yes. Yes, I do want to vent. Could someone explain to me why the buck stops at same-sex marriage being defined as marriage? Because as far as I can tell, this bill, it basically enshrines two individuals, any two individuals, to get married. Uh Uh-huh. Um, does that <clears throat> does that include any two individuals? Like, does it include the incestuous relationships? Like, it, like if siblings wanted to get married, is that totally okay according to the law? Uh, technically, the way it's written, yes. Really interesting. It would be shut down and challenged in courts, I'm sure, eventually. But technically, the way the law is written, I did don't remember seeing anything anyway. that forbids. But anyway, that. Uh, that, that's that's not super important. Like, what is important is why does the buck stop at two individuals? Why does the buck stop at same-sex couples and heterosexual couples being defined as marriage? Um, Why, why doesn't, isn't it inclusive of throuples or other groups? What about polygamy? Polygamists. Oh, because religion's connected to that one. That's why that one can't be (laughs) involved. It's true. (laughs) It's the dark truth. But (laughs) here, here's the thing. Like the way I see it is because same-sex marriage, um, or rather traditional marriage is a man and a woman. And I think the reason, even if you take the religious aspect out of it, um, marriage is defined as between a man and a woman because a man and a woman are the only is the only unit that by its nature can cr- create children. And those children need someone to look after them. Yes, it is the fundamental governing body. <clears throat> exactly. And so by accepting same-sex marriage that by its nature cannot produce children... Um, you're basically dice, um, removing the biological aspect of marriage um, from marriage. And so at that point, why does the buck stop there? Why can't it be group marriages now? I mean, the whole argument of same-sex marriage was love is love. So why doesn't that include group mari- <coughs> marriages or falling in love with an inanimate object? Um, <coughs> there, was a, there was a lady several years ago that fell in love and married a Ferris wheel. Or at least she claims she married a Ferris wheel. No, that's a real thing. It is. I laugh because I've seen the story. (laughs) Somebody married the ghost of somebody else a while back, too, and then blamed them for their honeymoon being awful. (laughs) Yeah. I saw that. The fact that that was a headline article for any kind of anything... Of reputable... Is a horrifying thought. (laughs) But it happened... And no. it makes me ill a little, <laughs> a little inside. Ill. No. And, but yeah, uh, that, that's the thing. In, in Japan, you know, like, I, I don't know if you know what the single life is like in Japan, but apparently, like, most people never get married. And something like 60% of single people in Japan are don't even have any kind of a romantic partner. So, like, being alone is a huge, um, I don't know if epidemic is the right word, but it's a... A very common thing i'm sure as well i mean i am sure it has absolutely nothing to do with the uh the pandemic of hentai that's over there i'm sure it also has nothing to do with the abnormally high suicide rate japan has i'm uh, i'm not oh, going to comment yeah, on that i don't not. really <laughs> know the details of all that but <laughs> guess what they're using to uh <clears throat> shall we say satisfy their affections sex dolls yeah Ro- pretty much Ro- and robots robots and- like the the article that Sex I read dolls was fashioned about after their favorite hentai, i sure, and that's becoming more and more of a thing. Like I watched a YouTube ooh, ooh. video <laughs> a while back of uh, a man, a single man, <laughs> going on a date. So he went to some fancy restaurant, and his companion was some kind of a robot. Um, I think he was like wearing VR glasses, and like his companion was like in VR somehow. Or whatever, and the restaurant owners were like, "Like, yeah, this is totally a legitimate thing, right this way, sir. Let's make this nice night special for you and your companion, even though the companion doesn't doesn't exist." When you reinforce so like, anyway, mental illness, you only encourage more <clears throat> mental illness. My point is, why is that not legitimate? Why can't, um, why? How is the next step not? Oh, hey, my the PTA president came out as a you know got married in a threepel, and so now we need to. You know, now we need to fight for marriage equality again, and teach that being in a threple is desirable, normal, and um, worth celebrating. They have to get pedophilia okayed first, and then they'll move on. That's my bet. Anyway, no, that that's actually something I I actually got into an argument with someone with a leftist on Facebook one time, and. Um, <clears throat> They're, they basically said, like, no, we would never move on to pedophilia or whatever. And I, I asked them directly. It's like, okay, can you promise me that no matter how socially accepta- acceptable something like that is, like pedophilia or, like, I mean, obviously, they wouldn't call it pedophilia. They'd call it something else. Uh-huh. <coughs> uh Minor attracted persons. Yeah. yeah. No matter how, like, normalized that becomes, can you promise me that you will always call that evil and never say that it's acceptable. And you know, that leftist could not, um, could not agree with me. Because they knew it was going to change. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> they never said, of course. But no, they, when I asked them that question, they would not, that's, that's a question they would you not ha- answer that question. That's a question you had to ask 10 years ago. Asking it now, you will not get the response you should have gotten when you asked, if you asked it 10 yep. years ago. Ah. <sighs> So speaking of all that, you know, Matt Walsh went around uh did that whole special on what is a woman. Yeah. Cambridge University, the Cambridge Dictionary has finally defined what a woman is for us. Is that so? They finally cracked the code. <laughs> yes. Yeah, does it erase women? Yes. Oh. Yes, it does. Dang it. Um The definition of woman reads, an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. There you go. It's defined. We have it. They did it. All right, hold on. I'm going to go to that website, and I'm going to look up what female means. So hold on. Give me a second here. So the Cambridge Dictionary. Okay, a female belonging or relating to a woman. That's the from, definition from of Cambridge. female. Okay. And then, okay, going back to woman. I'm going to read that definition again. Um, an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. I think I've am dis- discovered a <laughs> circular definition here. It's called circular logic. <clears throat> well, while... The Cambridge Dictionary decided to come out with their own dictionary. I am going to read from my own. <clears throat> so here's a list of common nouns, and I'm going to create definitions for them. Kazoo <coughs> <coughs> type. Let's see here. A family, something that identifies as a family. A student, something that identifies as a student. <laughs> A place. Something that identifies as a place. A company. Something that identifies as a company. You could be a Rhodes Scholar. That could be our new dictionary. <laughs> the uh, That reminds me of... Um, oh, dang it. I forget his name. He's the book. He's the guy that wrote the book on why you should vote for Democrats and it's an empty book. Michael Knowles. <laughs> he, was, he was in a debate with a uh, feminist trans activist whatever person and that person was describing to him she's saying you know how this all works and how it's defined and everything and he stops her and he said he said okay well if that's the case then uh i would like to he's no 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 i do identify as the correct person on this issue (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. You could see her brain just shut down for a second. Uh, uh, And then she tries to back it up with circular logic. Well, no, that's not how it works. uh, No, that is how it works. It's literally what you said I can do. So I did. (laughs) I identify as correct. (laughs) (laughs) And that you cannot be correct. And that I am. (laughs) So, was it... uh, I think it was Matt Walsh. I'll see if I can find it. It had a a tweet. I think it was earlier today that was hilarious about uh, pronouns. I'll see if I can find it. Carry on. All right. So since Cambridge has their thing, I decided, you know, what was the original definition of female? And I have in my hands the return of Noah Webster's 1828. Dictionary. Of Sweet. Things. The uh, first published dictionary in the United States. <sighs> female. We'll just get this out of the way. The sex which produces young, not male, such as a female bee. So on and so forth. Other things like that. Uh, with, uh, among animals, one of that sex which conceives and brings forth young. Okay, then we go to woman. This one is really interesting. Because the uh, the godless founders, right? So we're told. The godless founders didn't have influence from God or the Bible in anything they did. So much so that when it came to defining what a woman is... um. Woman, a noun, a compound of womb and man. So a person, a human with a womb. Yeah. (laughs) It is the same word as Latin, femina, the Latin's writing for female for, I don't know, language that I can't understand. The plural as written seems to be womb, womb men, but we pronounce it women. And so it ought to be written, for it is from the Saxon, with man, wife, man. The female of the human race, grown to adult years. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from the man, made he a woman. A biblical reference. Interesting. And what what does that definition have to do with the founders again? Uh, it's... What It's the closest thing we have to the language they use to write the Constitution of the United States and gotcha. any other founding document that we have. I found Matt <clears throat> Walsh's tweet, by the way. Ah, ah, what is it? Nobody has pronouns. You can't <laughs> yes. have a pronoun any more than you can have a preposition or an adverb. The concept doesn't make any sense. Pronouns are not things you can own. They aren't Pets or accessories. They are parts of speech. That's it. You don't get to customize them. Question. What are your pronouns? Appropriate answer. That question makes no sense. Leave me alone. (laughs) Agreed. Or if you want to troll them, the, she, and it. The (laughs) shit. (laughs) Are your pronouns she and theed? Or in the case of... uh... (laughs) Trevor got it (laughs) (laughs) Or in the case of Elon Musk His pronouns currently are prosecute And Fauci My answer to that question would probably be I do not subscribe to that religion I like the person that uh, Countered back with what are your adjectives (laughs) Oh that's a good one (laughs) Mentally ill (laughs) <laughs> so, speaking of mentally ill and women, it's time for a hot mic. Backed oh, no. by popular demand. Not by popular... Nobody wants this. You know this. what I hate about being Everyone right? Everyone wants it. Is when I'm right six months before other people will admit that I'm right. Two years! It took them two That's years! The- <laughs> <laughs> and the, the hostile takeover of Twitter... It took the world's richest man (laughs) buying one of the most popular social media companies for them to understand that I was right. (laughs) So, Jennifer Lawrence had this to say. I remember when I was doing Hunger Games, nobody had ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work, (laughs) we were told. Girls and boys can both identify with a male lead, but yeah. boys cannot identify with a female lead. Oh, absolutely. And it just makes bullshit so every single time I see a movie come out that just blows through every single one of those beliefs and proves that it is just
1: a lie yeah. to keep certain people out of the movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hunger Games wasn't even that good. <laughs> You misogynist, hypocritical, bigot. The books weren't even that good. The first book was okay. She should have stopped after that one. (laughs) Because the rest of them were just garbage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing says conclusion than by having the entire place fall into total anarchy when ending your series. Right? (laughs) It was... I, I don't think I've ever been as disappointed in the ending of a book series as I was in Hunger Games. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Yes, spoiler alert. It was garbage. Don't read it. <laughs> the first female lead that men could I- that boys could identify with. I never watched Kill Bill. But from what I understood, as a it child, was awesome. It's an awesome movie. It was so killed. good. Wasn't it like 2001? Yeah. yeah. That movie? Yeah. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No. Let's go further back. The Alien. Let's movies. go further back. We got Alien. Yes. Sigourney Weaver did a phenomenal job in the entire Alien series. Resurrection got a little weird. <laughs> it went a little, you know, off the rails there, but still. Sarah Connor. Yeah. Yeah, and then Terminator. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mulan. Great, wonderful stories with women leads. Mulan. Mulan. The animated. The animated. Yeah. Not the remake because... uh, um, (laughs) I never even watched the remake. Maybe Star Wars. She didn't... uh, Leia didn't lead, but she was definitely... Had action scenes and stuff uh-huh. where she like took the lead and crap like that. Yeah, she was a strong female character. Uh huh. <clears throat> you know, there's there's lots of movies going all the way back into to the 80s, and I believe there were even some in the the late 70s that were <laughs> female led. Well, even uh, it's not an action movie, but Audrey Hepburn, female lead in uh, movies that she did back in black and white days. Anyway, point is. You were not the first, <laughs> yeah, that glass ceiling you thought you broke, Nah, wasn't even there. <laughs> I think this is just another example of people think that time begins when they were born. Yes, and uh well, she did come back after she got lambasted on the interwebs. I'm sure she for did being wrong. she I was nervous and didn't listen. shut up. <laughs> Wait, so what what was her actual statement? She said she, she, she just was nervous and didn't think, about oh, so what she, she was just saying. said that she made a mistake. And yeah. They- Okay, Foxy well, I mean, Brown, 1974. Alien, 1979. Red Sonia, 1985. Aliens, 1986. Game over, man. Came Terminator over. 2, 1991. Lady Dragon, 1992. Point of No Return. That was actually a really good movie. I actually I. Damn, I haven't seen that forever. Wow, Uh, the real McCoy, nineteen ninety three. Like there are so many women led action movies before hers. The Net in nineteen ninety five with Sandra Bullock. Uh, what's her face (laughs) with Fifth Element?
1: Oh, she yeah. wasn't. Oh, oh, she yeah, wasn't yeah. The league,
0: uh, uh, Mila uh, Sarkanovic or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. I know it's got a "vich" in it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that that wasn't a play on words. It's literally the the it's, end of her name is V I C H. It's Just how close it is. Uh, the long kiss, good night with uh, Gina Davis, nineteen ninety six. Um, turbulence, uh, nineteen ninety seven. How much you want to bet she was thinking of like the. G.I. Jane with Demi Moore. How much you want to bet she was thinking of something like Ghostbusters, the reboot with the all-female cast, and how it flopped? Yeah, well, it was she was. It was that probably crossed her mind. That, that happened because absolutely of me. terrible. <laughs> uh, oh, one of one Atomic of Atomic Blonde. One of one of the one of my favorite old uh, uh, murder movies, uh, Double Jeopardy, nineteen ninety nine. Oldie but a goodie. Yeah. Very stop or my mom will shoot, stop That's, or my mom will shoot <laughs> I mean <laughs> that one was I, more uh, I don't know what that is, but I feel that, like I need to watch it just that was because. more sylvester Stallone, but <laughs> his his mom in that show was awesome she stole the show, so there's that i I mean the Charlie's angels movies how I, how do you, how do you forget? Almost three decades of movies that existed before you became an actress. Before you were even born. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. So, part two of Hot Mike. Oh, no. There's more. There is a second part. Following the uh, idiocy trail, CNN, a couple months ago, put out... (sighs) A real uh, humdinger. Oh, good. Our pets are part of the climate problem. These tips <laughs> can help you minimize their carbon paw prints. Euthanize them. Eat them. No, that's the WEF. Oh. That wants to euthanize them. I'm not kidding. That's basically what they suggest. This the message sponsored by PETA. <laughs> oh. The World Economic Forum. Yeah, they they basically think uh, you just shouldn't have pets at all. Anyway, CNN. That's because they're afraid of people's dogs cnn wants you to know our four-legged friends don't drive gas guzzling suvs or use energy sucking appliances but that doesn't mean they don't have a climate impact in fact researchers have shown that the pets play a significant role in the climate crisis how does barkley and whiskers uh uh, warm the planet barkley (laughs) i ever get a dog that's what i'm naming him now it's the products we buy for them that need a closer look charles barkley Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, that was totally that was totally the name of the dog in uh in Space Jam, wasn't it? In the first one. There was a dog? Yes, yes it was. Yeah, it was yeah, in Space Jam. Yeah. Maybe, actually no, it was just Charles, but like because it was, it was a, dog. a movie about NBA, yes. it was like implied. Uh, terrible knucklehead. <laughs> So, anyway, that's an old joke. <laughs> their meat-heavy uh, diet is the biggest contributor to their so carbon paw prints, which requires an abundance of energy, land, and water to produce, and the production of pet food emits huge amounts of planet-warming gases. Yep, all the meat that you're... my, my favorite part of this entire article. Avoiding animals with known health problems will reduce the need for veter- veterinary intervention. Because the fact that you don't own the animal that has health problems means that the animal that doesn't have health problems no lo- or that, that has health problems no longer exists. Yeah. Which has a carbon footprint and most importantly will reduce unnecessary suffering in terms of poor health and welfare. They're literally saying they're going to put down uh-huh. the animals that, that you don't Yeah, if they're sick take. and infirm, then uh, we just killed just, them. We're just going to put that down. Yeah. So what got me was uh, two things on this that made me want to get Mike's uh, input. Your pet's diet. Do an assessment of that. Well, you know, if you stop feeding them, feeding them processed shit, and gave them what their actual diet is, that would uh, that would help a lot, probably. Well, maybe unless it hurts the environment. So, for example, yeah, because the uh, environment is. Hurt by things that naturally occur in the environment that created the environment <laughs> that we have, and and never mind that making their food, especially the meat-based food, is from the meat that humans won't eat. Mm-hmm. The so. logic circles that these people go in. <laughs> so that sounds health, like it not so wasteful to me. So they point out that. uh, my sister in law's dog has diabetes. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> Welcome to America. She told me that. I, I almost I, I didn't say it out loud. But I was about <laughs> this close to being, what in the shit are you feeding him? Diabetes. What so what what are is she feeding him? Do you know? Everything. Oh. She literally just feeds him scraps, bread, whatever. Red wow. Kibble. All the all the stuff like she feeds him scraps from the table and kibble and whatever she's got, <clears throat> and then uh, she put him on a special diet to get his diabetes down. Mm. Which any insulin you know, I, shots? Uh, yeah, he had to take. You're some, kidding me? No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you. Is it a regular thing? Like, does she have to? Not anymore. Time? He's got his he's got his A one C back down under control now. So I think <laughs> they stopped the insulin. I could just. Uh, <laughs> if he looks like Wolf or Brindley, then <laughs> missed opportunity there. Right. Uh, so they point out that cats are obligate carnivores. They must eat meat. Okay. So are dogs. Dogs, on the other hand, are omnivores. No, they're not. And uh, and don't necessarily need to have meat every meal. No, they are definitely carnivores. Let alone sirloin steak. You dumbasses. <laughs> They suggest looking for alternatives like bug-based. Uh, of course it goes foods. back to bugs. They will eat the bugs. Insect-based okay. pet foods can be okay. nutritionally Okay. 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 Hold Complete. up. Hold the damn phone. <laughs> Dogs are part of which species of animal? Canine. Canine. Name one other wild canine. That doesn't eat a carnivore diet. Sometimes wolves eat grass, just like dogs do. Yes, when they're going to throw up. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they they will they will gnaw on certain herbs and certain plants to calm their stomachs. Almost like when they're they're ill. Almost like they're trying to do a natural medicine. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) literally. You know what coyotes eat? They eat rabbits. Sometimes they eat rotting, decaying food. Where, uh, where in the article does it talk about uh, euthanizing the pets? It's down it's towards the bottom. And adopt responsibly. It doesn't say straight up that they'll euthanize them, but it's implied. Uh huh. Well, let's see. And then the other one that got me. Uh, third to last paragraph. The other one that got me in the cutout waste section. Well, items, uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, for cats seek the most environmentally friendly litter option that your feline will accept such as ones made from organic materials rather than clay got a better idea leave the cat outside let it shit wherever it wants i just like <laughs> seek the most environmentally friendly litter options that your feline will accept such as ones made from organic material materials rather than clay because clay isn't... An organic material. An organic material. Although clays are That's naturally fair. occurring soil minerals, they must be mined, which contributes to soil erosion, habitat destruction, and groundwater contamination. Never mind the 500,000 tons of earth that need to be moved to make one battery for an electric car. Ah, never mind all that. Just ignore that. Scratching the surface of the earth to get a little bit of uh, clay... To put in your kitty's poop area, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Organic materials rather than clay. <sighs> These people know No no so bounds. I'm just sensing like a slippery slope. No. Um, reading this article, <laughs> you know, it just seems to me like, oh, you need to fundamentally change the way your pets live um to affect the climate like i just i just feel like the next step once they convince us of doing that they're like okay now you need to <clears throat> well i mean they've been saying that they should eliminate cows completely off of the planet because of their emissions so yeah got to reduce that methane humanity will not stand for that humanity cannot stand for that no. if we were to eliminate all of the cows off the face of the planet Star- we would die. Global starvation. Oh, t- elaborate on that. Okay. If you eliminate an entire source of food, beef is a huge source of food Indeed for the world. Number yeah. one. Number one. Is it really number one? I believe so. It is. Number one. You eliminate that source of food. On top of that, you eliminate the... the um, benefit that cows give to the environment because they do they benefit the environment that they're in they are capable of steak exactly well and, and not just that but they're they're capable of of processing fields and things that are completely useless for planting yeah you know so they they control undergrowth they control bush they control all of the different plant life that sets wildfires in the areas where you put them. They keep it under control. And so you eliminate that, you increase, you'll increase the, uh, the number of forest fires, you'll increase the number of field fires, and you'll eliminate one of the largest sources of food in the world. Our, our crop growing is nowhere near enough to sustain the entire human race. Especially yep. when like yep. in Netherlands they're trying to reduce nitrogen in growing. Yeah. Oh yeah, nitrogen. I heard about and, that. Yeah, yeah. especially they're like especially when down they're, farms. Yeah, we talked about it last week. To... And and you know, especially when they're doing crap like that, like they they're literally attacking the food sources that we have that can sustain life. That's not going to backfire at all. You know, <clears throat> and and they're they're doing it on on every level they're you know they're they're attacking the cows they're attacking the farms they're they're trying to centralize all of these things into an easily controlled uh centrally controlled yeah. no. position you know that um th- that uh feeds into the um the belief system of uh, humanists. I sh- like. I, I. I don't have the information in front of me right now, but I might. Uh, I might vent about that conspiracy theory in the future because, like, humanists, people like Bill Gates are humanists. I was gonna know? say. I, I believe Bill Gates is the yep. n- number one. Farmland owner yeah, in the United and there, States. There are other like huge, um, like big names that we've heard of that are also humanists, <clears throat> but like in their decree, they want to reduce human population by like a yeah. lot, by like ninety yep. percent or something. Bill like Gates that. is the number one farmland owner in the united states he owns two hundred and forty-two thousand yeah. acres in so, 18 separate states I, uh, I i think i'm going to in a future episode i think i'm going to research more about humanists and what their objectives are and then mm-hmm. tie it to the climate change narrative and see if we can draw some parallels there that might be fun yeah just go to the world economic forum you'll find everything you need
1: <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure
0: <laughs> yeah yeah But it's, it's, it's a, it's a form of control. They're, they're trying to seize all of the, I I mean, it's, it's part of the communist manifesto. You, you seize the means of production. Yes. That's what they're doing with food. They're seizing the means of production and energy Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and energy. They're seizing the means of production so that they can control it so that then they can say who gets to eat and who doesn't. That's the end game. Yep. That's always the end game. When, when these people start doing these kinds of things, the end game is always so that they can say, your views are wrong so you don't get what we have. And you always have to watch what these... And what, people will make any concessions that they need to in order to eat. Yeah. Yep. And you always have to watch the people that originate these kinds of things. And to feed their ideas. Yep. You have to watch what they do because <clears throat> I keep bringing up World Economic Forum. They recently had their big deal in Davos where all these world leaders of sorts, including Bill Gates and whoever else, got together and they're talking about you will eat the bugs and you'll own nothing, you'll be happy and whatever else they do. Oh, I want to vent about that too. And uh, they had their little special meals there and their special meals were hoity-toity steak dinners, but they're telling everyone you need to eat not beef. And here they are with their super expensive filet mignons and whatever else. Yeah. It's like they don't actually believe <clears throat> what they're saying. They just want the control. Yeah. No, I I, I believe that. That has been a hot mic. You know what I hate about being right?
1: Is really when I'm right
0: six months before other people will admit that I'm right. I'm all right, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it, actually, pretty interesting. I so I, I'm reading a book. It's a uh, it's a fantasy novel, but it has every once in a while it has these these things that that really strike me as kind of 1984 interesting is no longer a fantasy. Novel. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> 1984 is no longer a <laughs> fantasy. I mean, novel. we've just been this talking one, about this one's an actual like like <laughs> monsters and magic oh, fantasy no, that kind of fantasy, fantasy okay. novel. Right. It's a fantasy right. novel. And you can tell it's a fantasy novel because the main character, who is one of the biggest capitalists I've ever seen in a main character, he's filthy rich, he trades everything he does for money, and makes money hand over fist all the time. Uh, expounded the evils of capitalism in the middle of the book, which was hilarious. Um, <coughs> written written by an Australian guy, which was also <laughs> made it more funny. But... Anyway, there's there's this part in the book where um, they come across this this fortress town, um, and the fortress town has been completely sacked. All the people that they find in there, except for one guy, are dead, and they've they've been killed by the other people in the city, and the other people in the city are gone, and um, they're they're talking about what may have happened and and all these different things and and um a couple of the people in their group are um they're they're aristocrats so they're they're from you know royalish families that that have land and and all the stuff in in bigger cities and have their um fealty to to the um you know whatever royalty type thing and when, when the idea is brought up that these people betrayed the rest of their city and, and killed them all, they're like, why, why would they betray their king and their, you know, the royal family and their nation and all this stuff? Why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense. And then one of the other people is like, you're thinking from the, from the perspective of somebody who is well off that has all the things that they need you need to think of it from the perspective of somebody who doesn't have who who doesn't have anything the people that are on the lower end that are struggling they only care about a handful of things they care about where their next meal is coming from they care about being safe and they care about keeping their family safe and fed yeah that's it uh-huh and they don't care who provides those things. If somebody will provide those things, they will follow that person regardless of what it entails. And because when you get put in that position, you have no loyalty to anything else. Right. You know, and and it's, it's an interesting thought because it plays out a lot in society. You know, there's, and you can see it in, in a lot in, um, in the way societies get shifted to socialism. Because socialism sounds good on paper because it's the idea that those things will be provided to you but the part that's never written down is what the cost uh-huh. actually is it's, because they say it's it's free we're it's the going fine to print. we're going yeah, to do this then, for you again who provides all yes. those services and so you're losing your human rights because you have to be forced to provide those services right but when you're when you're at the bottom you never yeah. think of that you you no. don't you you get stuck in the short term in the i need food tomorrow i need shelter tonight it's the best idea for you know, those that consider themselves the have nots exactly and and it's it's amazing that and and the funniest thing about it is in in the book that i'm reading he uses it as kind of a like stab at you know class systems and things like that and and he doesn't see that it exists in every type of society it, it isn't just capitalism where that exists it's far more prevalent in socialism and in <laughs> in, in especially what, what, what's in communism far more prevalent the in the um the people being in the the lower end the, the people that are 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 constantly feeling like they're the have nots the the divide you know. between the wealthy and the uh, Poor is greater in socialism than yes. it is in. Yeah. No, any I, other. It's funny how those that are in favor of socialism don't contribute much to society to begin with, or they have everything. Which is exactly what socialism does. It splits you into you have it all or, or you, you have, have nothing. Hey, do you remember, and those are the two groups that promote it every single time. Do you remember when time. Bernie Sanders wouldn't shut up about the millionaires and billionaires and then he wrote a book, became a millionaire, and then he only started talking about the billionaires? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes I do remember that. Again, you have everything or you have nothing. And those are the ones that promote it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was just, it's a sidebar of... It's just an interesting thought that I had while I was reading this completely random fantasy book. (laughs) Well, speaking of insufferable rich pricks, Mitt Romney, (laughs) when he ran for president against Obama, he was vehemently against a carbon tax, and he is now saying that Republicans need to consider a carbon tax. What happened to you, Mitt uh um, nothing he's, he's the an establishment <laughs> republican he's the exact same person he's always been he's uh which way is the wind blowing i will go with it yeah no it's true like he was in favor of abortion when he was governor of massachusetts and then he obviously had to flip-flop on that position yeah so i agree i think he's just he switches his positions he licks his finger and see which ways the wind is exactly. blowing and follows yep yeah he's not a leader in any way shape or form no um, which makes me question his uh, business decisions, tremendously. Yep. <laughs> <Oppa> Gangnam style. <laughs> Oppa Romna style. Oh uh, man, that was one of the best parodies ever. Which one? Romney style. Did oh, you oh, never yes. hear? It? Yes, you, yes. I've yes. heard that one. Romney style. <laughs> oh, well, we'll play it for you after. It's All great. Right. Uh, forward to it. Romney reaffirmed his support for a carbon tax, calling it the number one thing that will help curb global emissions and rising temperatures, an idea that is slow to gain traction in the Republican Party. Because it's awful? Yeah, you'd think. Because traditionally, Republicans are in favor of the private sector figuring out ways to do so, instead of having the government And they could if they weren't so hindered by your bullshit. Yeah. Ah. Salt Lake City Mayor Erin Mendenhall also spoke earlier this week touting steps taken to combat air pollution in ways she hopes to juggle population growth and water conservation. she related to Bronco? I hope not. Anyway, while Romney acknowledged a carbon tax likely wouldn't get majority support among Senate Republicans, he placed the blame on Democrats for not passing some kind of tax through reconciliation while they enjoy... Wow! Well, they enjoyed control over the U.S. Senate, House, and White House. They could have done it. It Then why aren't you a Democrat, Romney? He is a Democrat. Freaking just change your party affiliation, dingbat. Saw a post the other day that somebody was bitching about everybody that calls him a rhino. I was like, well, I mean, if the shoe fits. (laughs) It was an opportunity that was missed, and we'll be very sorry about that for a long time. No, we will not. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Not in the least. Uh, Romney said the carbon tax is sometimes framed as just a way for the government to make money. It is. Just because it is. (laughs) That's the way, that's what all taxes are. Does he not understand the way economics and accounting and taxes work no he does not because he pays people to help him avoid any of that stuff massive yeah he called the policy a massive incentive for the private sector to innovate yes nothing says innovation like forcing people to get rid of some of their money that they could use to innovate that's how you coerce innovation is forcing people to do things they don't want to do romney thinks he can find some conservatives to back a carbon tax uh no not actual well, conservatives. We'll see. Oh yeah. Not actual <laughs> conservatives. I don't need a lot. I thought you meant Republicans. Yeah. Good point. I don't need a lot because I think we can get a lot of Democrats and I think we can get some Republicans. He said, but we got to be honest with people because my colleagues correctly point out that a lot of what we're doing sounds good, but won't make a difference because it won't. Yes. Yes. By Al Gore's own admission, the Paris Accords are just for show and won't actually do anything yep. to fix the problem. Uh, remind me again, do Democrats believe they have any solution for global warming? Uh, no. I didn't think so. No, the world's going to end in 10 years. And that was 20 years ago. And But in the meantime, <laughs> give us all of your control or else we w- Like it, it seems to me like the Democrats are saying, we need to stop climate change. So give us all the power so we cannot stop climate change. Because nothing we do will actually make a difference. Well, it's not that. It's by the time they get the power, it's it's just too late. The nothing we can do now will fix it. We, we can do all these extreme things, and maybe it will fix it. But it's... And people will buy that hand over fist and then turn around and mock the guy that's got the uh, Jesus is coming. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Standing on the street corner. We both believe in the rapture, just different types just of Just different types. <laughs> you know, they believe that no one will be caught up in the sky, but the world will burn. He says a good portion of the Inflation Reduction Act is associated with investments in new technology. Which means it's not an Inflation Reduction Act, then, is it, Mr. Romney? I'm all in favor of those things. We could have done those on a bipartisan basis, he says. No, we could not. It's absolutely Okay. For an entire party to say no to the other party. Democrats do it all the time. But for some reason, when Republicans do it, that's bad. Romney also says that this probe into Hunter Biden and Burisma and all that is just political exercise and we need to stop. I'm sorry, what was that last statement? we need to stop. No, no, no. Before that, uh, he, he said that, uh, the, uh, probe into Hunter Biden and Burisma is just political exercise (coughs) and needs to stop. What? He said, I know the committee has undertaken two major investigations that have political implications. And one of course is the, I'll call it the Biden Burisma investigation. And that I think from the outset and the, had the earmarks of a political exercise, and I'm fearful that comments made in the media recently have only confirmed that perspective. Okay, so let me get this straight. Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. who supported the first um, impeachment of Donald Trump, uh-huh. and did he support the second one? I don't Absolutely. recall. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, so he... He's calling he was supportive of those, uh-huh. and he believes those were not just political exercises no they were not and he and also thinks the January sixth thing is a good thing to do, and he thinks Republicans are standing in the way of that, but this is a bridge too far anyway for him. and now so he he's saying that the for I'll just focus on the first impeachment of Donald Trump. he's saying that the first impeachment of Donald Trump was not a political exercise because Trump allegedly accepted a quid pro quo from uh, Ukraine. And my recollection when I was researching that heavily is you had to assume the intentions of Donald Trump to like uh, put any legitimacy behind it. Not to mention all the evidence they had was he said, she said. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you had to assume intentions. You had to believe evidence that was not um, uh, evidence verified you know yeah not direct evidence yeah not direct evidence just like you said he said she said um contrasting that with biden biden admitted that he used his position as president to get an official fired um, as vice president right right as vice president he did that um the former vice president is great as don't we don't we also have a recording of joe biden um, that basically proves that he uh, knew about his son's dealings in Ukraine. He knew which about basically confirms that he's the big guy. He knew about some of his business dealings, at least. Yes. Yeah. And he's been denying it up to that point. And then a recording came by. And so we have actual evidence of Biden um, misusing his position, his government position as power for personal gain. We have actual evidence of that. And Romney is suddenly not interested Yeah, he said, uh, he said, obviously, it's the province of campaigns and political parties, opposition research, the media to carry out political endeavors to learn about or dust up at one's opponent. But it is not the legitimate role of government for Congress or for taxpayer expense to be used in an effort to damage political opponents. He said, uh, adding that he was pleased that Wednesday's votes did not include any further authorizations for the Biden Burisma probe. Now, I have a working theory because this evidence has been... I think he was involved. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to come out and say it. Because <laughs> his son, in documents from... We, we know about this ish because of Donald Trump, of them trying to impeach Donald Trump. So it forced Congress to dig through all this Ukraine stuff, and then they found this, like, what the crap is this Burisma thing? Uh, uh 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 trump had quit pro quo i mean oh. i know you're not <laughs> supposed to wish ill on anybody but i really can't wait for the day that i see him get excommunicated oh uh, yeah you know, I, I would love that no i'm actually i'm trying to find i'm trying to find mitt romney's statement on uh on his comment about his um in impeachment vote i'm trying to find that um if i remember right there was something in the emails in that laptop or something something around this way back when i'd have to try to dig it up okay but okay, I found h- it. romney's son was somehow a partner with hunter biden and now here he is saying, yeah, we don't need to investigate. You found right. it, Keith? Yeah, I found the what quote. You got? I, I found the quote by uh, Romney about why he chose to uh, uh, support the impeachment, the first impeachment of Donald Trump. This is what he says. He says, as a senator juror, I swore an oath before God to exercise impartial justice. I am profoundly religious. My faith is at the heart of who I am, Romney sa- said in a Senate speech. Before getting choked up and taking a brief pause, Wait, he doesn't say what his faith actually is in that sentence. So. Uh, true. Right. <clears throat> but again, I take an oath before God as enormously consequential. I knew from the outset that being tasked with judging the president, the leader of my own party, would be the most difficult decision I have ever faced. I was not wrong. Accordingly, the president is guilty of an appalling abuse of public trust. What he did was not perfect. No, it was a flagrant assault on our electoral rights, our national security, and our fundamental values. Corrupting an election to keep oneself in office is perhaps one of the most abusive and destructive violations of one's oath of office I can imagine. So anyway, he... Basically, he invokes religion. He says, because I'm a profoundly religious person, I am willing to go against my party. Quote, again, I'm putting that in quotes because I do not believe he is sincere. But anyway, the point is, is he was, he was, uh, uh, he was invoking God, you know, and saying he did this because he needs to be impartial and I took an oath before God. And now, all of a sudden, he's not interested, even though we have actual evidence that Joe Biden abused his power. Could you explain that one to me, Trevor? Say that one more time, please. Sorry, I was... So, in other words, (laughs) Romney, he invoked God, said that because I took an oath before God, he is therefore saying that he is impartial because he answers to God. So, basically, he's using his religion as a crutch to, um, say, Trump violated his oath of oath of office and therefore I need to impeach him. But now we have actual evidence that Joe Biden abused his power and suddenly Romney's not interested. Yes, and uh you know you need to impeach Donald Trump on things that were verifiably false. Not only verifiably false, but also that uh tampered evidence was submitted by um Adam Schiff. Schiff. Shifty? Shifty Schiff. Shifty Schiff. Uh, not only did he submit false evidence, he tampered with the evidence to make it say what he wanted it to say. Mm-hmm. And Mitt Romney said, yep, that is the honest way to go. I swear before God, that's the honest way yep. to go. Last I checked. And Honesty the, required truthfulness. And the last I checked uh, in the scriptures, kind of not really supposed to do that. Otherwise, yeah, God doesn't really take that lightly. So, yeah, (laughs) Romney He is, as we all know, Romney is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and by invoking the name of God and saying that is your motivation for being, quote, an impartial judge, and then proving yourself to be a partisan hack, that gives the church a bad name. Yeah. And if you can't find another reason besides invoking your loyalty to God to impeach the president, then you probably don't have a good reason to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike Lee is the bad guy of these two. According to Romney, according to Romney and people that thought that Evan stuff his face yeah. would be the better option. Yeah. Cause Hey, look, Mitt Romney said this. I don't care what and, Mitt Romney yeah, said. Immediately after, immediately after uh, Mike Lee was reelected, um, he was fighting for religious freedom and Mitt Romney sold us out. Yeah, Mitt Romney said this is the greatest thing that ever happened, and I'm voting for it. Yeah. Well, first he voted for Mike Lee's amendment, which failed, and then he voted for the bill anyways anyway, that didn't include. We only the needed amendment. two. What, what? What? We only needed two uh, Republican senators to peel away to get it not passed. Yeah. And Romney didn't have the guts to be one of them. No. No. <sighs> but he 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 admits that yeah that stuff needs to be in there. But let's go ahead and vote for it anyway. Let's vote for it anyway. So you just stuck your finger in the wind and uh, that's the way the wind blew. Gotcha. I can't stand Mitt Romney's coward. so much. Yeah, he is a coward. <clears throat> Someone that is not a coward, Dr. Peter McCullough. He's probably the most cited uh, epidemiologist, I think is what he is, um, in <clears throat> modern history in in our time he's he's got hundreds and hundreds of um researches and articles and all this stuff that are published all over the place and cited thousands of times across the medical field and he's been censored by the likes of twitter and all that pre um pre uh elon musk but uh in an interview with uh, uh, in a recent interview, he pointed out something that we had talked about before. The mRNA from covid vax, uh from COVID- vaccination transfers from jabbed to unjabbed. He says it's apparently changing the human genome. Huh. Huh? It stays in your arm. It's nothing to worry about. It stays in your arm. Hey, uh, looks like it's going into breast milk. That's wonderful news because now babies can be vaccinated. But but it stays. You, you just said it stays in the arm. Oh, it does. Yes. Oh, okay. But also so, it doesn't. So when Peter McCullough comes out and says, uh, uh, la, 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 citing a study that the Lipid nanoparticles that carry the mRNA spread throughout the body and have been shown to be able to be excreted through body fluids, sweat, sputum, 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 yeah, sputum, breast milk, and to pass the trans, transplacental barrier. Oh. And a paper by, uh, Fertig and colleagues the messenger rna is found circulating in blood for at least two weeks the physician told Gaw, and the curves were not going down that's as long as they looked <coughs> translation the study lasted two weeks and it didn't change after two weeks so here's here's the devil lie again is fauci i am pretty sure has said something about this before where it lasts for a couple of weeks and then it fades away So the lie, the truth is, it's in the blood for a couple weeks. The lie is that's when the study ended. So that's as long as they could say officially that it was in the bloodstream. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Ah, He also said... From another study, Hannah and colleagues in JAMA showed that the Mester RNA is in the breast milk of ill-advised women who took the vaccine during pregnancy or afterwards. He proposed a rhetorical question, could you actually take a vaccine inadvertently by close contact, kissing, sexual contact, or breastfeeding? It looks like the answer is yes. Really? Oh. Oh. Yeah, and this is uh, this is the same technology that... I forget the other doctor's name. The guy that invented this technology from the beginning said, hey, we need to stop doing this because we don't know what it's going to do. He was the one that was banned on Twitter. He was banned immediately when he said that. Yeah. And the debate I got in with a friend of mine, that's a doctor. I pointed that out. It's like hey, the guy that invented this technology is saying, we don't know what it's going to do. We need to not do it at this scale. And I was told that that guy is an extremist and doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, you can he can appeal to authority via Fauci and CDC approved studies, but when I turn to the guy that invented the technology, <laughs> that, that's just crazy talk. And like I said, none of this is really new. He really invented the technology. He was one of the ones and now that he's helped ostracized. Create, yeah, he was one of the ones that actually created the technology. Which uh, one was that again? Uh I remember his name? I can't think of it. Rhett. It started with an R, I think. Yeah. And well and, we'll and even up. even this Peter McCullough, like he has an impressive resume. Yeah. Like, so uh McCullough um is an internist, a cardiologist, an epidemiologist, and the chief scientific officer of the wellness company. He's done dozens of peer-reviewed publications since the outset of COVID, dozens of peer-reviewed publications on the infection, and has commented, uh, has commented extensively on the medical response to COVID-19 crisis. Is it Dr. Malone? Yes, I think so. Yes, yeah, that's the one. McCullough is one of the most published cardiologists ever in America with over 1,000 publications and 660 citations in the National Library of Medicine. He's a recipient of the Simon Dack Award from the American College of Cardiology and the International Vicenza Award in Critical Care Nephrology for his scholarship and research. So this guy that we're quoting right now uh, Dr. McCullough is like one of America's foremost cardiologists. Practicing. Practicing, Practicing. Still too. Unlike, still. unlike Fauci, who sits in an office all day and then tells you what he thinks you need to be told. This guy was actually on the front line seeing this stuff in action and doing things to try to research it and fight it. Yeah. And he's he's on the record more than once. I mean, there's... There's uh, an article from as recently as December 1st where um, he he went on the record stating that um, a, like there was a country singer who died suddenly and uh, McCullough went on the record saying it's likely uh, myocarditis myocard- induced by a vaccine. Jeez. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. Ah, one of the other things he points out, um, he said, uh, Rodelkin and colleagues has found messenger RNA in the, vaccinated, in the vaccinated in lymph nodes for months. It looks like the body's not clearing it out. Yeah. So this yeah. artificial RNA technology, messenger RNA technology. He, says, he says in this article at some point that the body never clears it out. Yeah. That it never fully leaves the body. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> oh, what was it in uh, New Zealand? Did you see that? There's a family in New Zealand that just lost custody of their baby because they refused to let the hospital treat the baby the way the hospital wanted to treat them. Their infant son was born with a heart condition, so needed heart surgery. And the family said yeah, let's get the heart surgery, but can we make sure that unvaccinated blood is used for the baby? Mm. To me, that's a reasonable request of the same as saying, hey, can you make sure HIV-positive blood is not used in my transfusion, (laughs) (laughs) The hospital didn't like that, and they uh, took him to court over it in New Zealand. 60 people came forward with matching blood to donate their blood to the baby, and they were unvaccinated. Volunteers, 60 volunteers stepped forward. problem solved. The state sided with the hospital and said the family was endangering the child and took custody of the child so that they could perform the heart surgery with whatever blood they decide to put in it, which may or may not include the vaccine stuff, which, by Pfizer's own admission causes heart problems in young men and they're going to give that to a baby that has heart problems. What in the actual... They took away custody because of that? Yes. So let me get this straight. Because the parents were going to endanger the life of the child by not performing this surgery the way that the hospital wanted to do it. They needed a blood transfusion Uh and they made a reasonable request. Hey, can we get unvaccinated blood to used in the transfusion and 60 people came forward and said hey you can use my blood hey yes. you could use mine i'd I, go I would imagine for that these, i would imagine these donors were also like matches yes you know yes. So 60 people that matched that, that was 60 yeah. people that matched not 60 people that were willing 60 people that matched yes so you had people literally lining up to yep. help about that to help with this transfusion, and the hospital still refused. Mm -hmm. The hospital still refused, and the state took the child away from the parents. That's the sort of thing that makes me think maybe there's something more going on. But tell me again why socialized health care is a good idea. I learned something interesting today about myself. I had to to go look for my blood type, so I was scrolling through my uh, medical history stuff, and I found... My vaccine records from all the way back when I was a baby Uh through today. Uh Guess how many times I have been vaccinated in my life. How many times? 18 total, including all of my infant vaccinations, all of my school vaccinations and my mission vaccinations, which I was required to get. So is that a lot? That's like none. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, the current uh, recommendations is like 50 something. Oh, really? Yeah. If you follow the full recommended uh, schedule. I've had the flu vaccine six times in my life. And hated it each time. And got sick every <laughs> single time. <laughs> that just shows that it's working. Oh, yes, because yeah, it would have been right. worse if uh-huh. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that and that story reminded me of... Uh, do you remember in... Um, England in the UK, there's that baby boy that needed some sort of special surgery. That they, I believe his name was Alfie. Something like the that. The one that died? Yeah, he needed some. Is that the England one or he, the Canada one? England. England. It was England. They, he needed some special surgery, which they didn't offer or perform in England. Doctors in the US got wind of the story and said, we'll provide it, and we'll do it for free. Yeah. And they still said no. And the UK barred the family from leaving the country. Yep. So that they could not go get this care for their child. So they sentenced the boy to death. I was thinking of a different one. And I don't remember if this was in the UK or what which country this was in. But it was the one where um, the family uh, requested an um, uh, unvaccinated uh, donation. Or for their their child had a, a heart transplant or something, I think it was a heart transplant. I can't remember. We covered the story months ago. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And and the they put a a vaccinated organ in, and the child died, like the next day, and had that rubbery shit in his veins. Yeah, had a blood clot the yep. length of his body. Yeah, basically. the length. Of, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh it was I think it was the same kind of thing. Had a heart surgery. Yeah. And they had a transfusion of they asked mm-hmm. for unvaccinated blood. They said, "No, it's whatever we get." Yeah. <clears throat> or something like that. Yeah, request was denied and a couple of days later their baby died. Well, you can't prove, you won't investigate it. <laughs> I have preponderance of evidence. Yes, but you can't prove it. I have preponderance of evidence. You will not investigate. Yeah, but you can't prove it. If you investigate, we can decide who's right and who's wrong. Oh, that's old news. We don't need to spend time on that. We don't need to waste money. okay, all right. Something that could be good news To mildly shift gears. Nuclear fusion breakthrough. Scientists have apparently generated more power than was used to create a fusion reaction. Well, that could be something. That could be amazing. Because apparently, I was listening to a podcast that was talking about this, and uh, a guy is some expert in this field, I guess. Um but he said all you really need is a couple of tablespoons of tap water and um uh and some lithium. A little bit of lithium and you have enough energy to you have something that can create enough energy for a person's entire lifetime. Wow. So huh. So uh, on Tuesday, the head of the Department of Energy and other federal scientific leaders announced that a fusion reaction they ran at the Lawrence Livermore National Library in California achieved net energy, meaning the reaction generated more energy than was put in to initiate the reaction. It's the first time humankind has achieved this landmark. Um, Fusion is the way the sun makes energy, but generating energy with fusion here on Earth has been beguiling scientists for decades. Guiling? Be cool. Yeah. In recent years, private investors have put almost five billion dollars into fusion startups as the increased urgency in addressing climate change has made clean energy solutions particularly attractive. And not nuclear though. Just Hey, if it's more efficient energy, I'm for it. Yes. Yes. Cause it looks so the implications behind this is we did a little story on this before where there's a company in Idaho. So Part of the crap with researching this stuff in the United States is it's illegal to actually make the thing that you're theorizing could work unless you go through extraordinary amounts of red tape. And there's a group in Idaho that theorizes you could get this to be in basically the size of a shoebox. Wow. So you could use that to power a car, power a semi. Then you have a truly green vehicle with the power it needs to pull mm-hmm. a semi-trailer or whatever else. (coughs) Or you could use them to power blocks of homes or whatever. Now, that's an electric vehicle I could get behind. Right, yep. (coughs) Now, uh, my question mark with this is this is all the government. So the government performed the test? This is the government, the U.S. government saying... So they're only about uh, wrong about everything. Fifty years behind the uh, science on this, then. Yes, supposedly this is the first time, like it says, the first time uh, net energy has been created, but it's almost entirely funded through the federal government. The federal government, which at this time is faced with a climate crisis quote unquote (laughs) and an energy crisis where they've been shutting down bad energy left and right to the point where we might not have the energy we need (laughs) to go forward with stuff. And so lo and behold, Hey look, we are the saviors with fusion energy. And supposedly this would take, decades for it to actually be a thing according to them Uh according to the guy i listened to he said no we should be able to have it within 10 years should be able to have it within 10 years that'd be amazing out of curiosity i typed in nuclear fusion at the world economic forum yeah why is nuclear energy bad according to the left again Radiation, Uh, radiation Chernobyl yeah oh because of Chernobyl because of... That's the one that they point to. Man. And Ukraine, Long Island. And Long Island. screw everything up. And Fukushima. They point to everything that has all kinds of caveats as to why the thing as a whole is bad, where, again, Chernobyl was the Soviets, so... Oh, that... that. <laughs> no, that was that was in Ukraine, though, right? Yeah. It was when Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union. It was Union. part of the Soviet Union, yeah. yeah. So, that, so you can just scratch that off of a reason why you should never do nuclear, because and then you go to long island and nobody died nobody got sick then you go to fukushima Well, lots of people died there there was a earthquake and a tidal wave (laughs) at the same time (laughs) at the same time so it it could have been a solar plant people still would have died (laughs) that's what they point to world economic forum says uh the future is fusion energy. Huh. I'm sorry. Is this in the good news segment? I'm <laughs> That's why I have a giant question mark with this being good news. Because part of the World Economic Forum's plan, apparently, is to have fusion energy. And the U.S. scientists just out of nowhere said, okay, we did it. We done did it after shutting down all the gold plants and stuff. We okay. figured out fusion. So the good news is we're like, we may have made a huge scientific breakthrough that could provide a more efficient use of energy. That's clean and so forth. The bad news is the government is going to try to control it. Is the bad news is if it's real, what's the intent or is it actually real? Yeah. <laughs> and what's the intent? <laughs> <laughs> I hate being in this place. Cuz I want to be yes, USA, USA, USA. Because if that's true and we actually have gotten a breakthrough on nuclear fusion, game changer across yeah. the board. Cuz that's extremely cheap energy for extremely low labor, which means it's even cheaper if not free. Yeah. <laughs> At no, that point? That, would, that would be amazing. Like that's civilization changing. Right yeah. Now. Well, okay. Nuclear fusion is cool. It's new. They're working on it. We've had the ability to do this with nuclear fission for a for long, long time. Decades. Yes. Yep. They literally powered an entire robot with a nuclear fission battery the size of a chocolate square (laughs) in 2021. Uh Uh-huh. Jeez. They had the technology to build a nuclear battery the size of a car battery that could power your entire house for 40 years back in the 60s. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Why did this not happen? Because everybody's so damn afraid of nuclear power. for whatever reason, the, the narrative or whatever, they just keep going off on. And, oh, oh so even better, that, that uh, chocolate-sized battery that uh, they powered the robot with wasn't made from, like, uranium or anything like that. It was actually made from the waste product created by a nuclear reactor. Wow. So it was reusing nuclear waste to power a battery. Yeah. No, like... And, and, that, and that's part of what... The, and it was far better than a lithium-ion battery is, and cheaper. And that's part of what this nuclear fusion is, is it uses hydrogen to do the fusion, but not hydrogen. It's H2 and H3 Yeah, are the two different types that they use. So that, that little chocolate battery, they don't know how long it will last because it's never died <laughs> <laughs> they expect its, its power output could last a millennia because it hasn't waned in power because it hasn't waned in power yeah. I wonder how expensive something like that would be to make because clearly it's ev- energy efficient yeah, yeah. super energy efficient and, and on top of that so, so, yeah you can make a bunch of those then you just plug them into the factory that's making them and the factory's Self sufficient on energy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Eventually it'll pay okay, itself off, so unlike current solar, whatever stuff. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, it sounds to me like the reason why we're afraid of nuclear fission, because, like, I read a report on this. Like, the United States has not, like, finished and approved a new nuclear power plant for, like, decades, since, like, the yeah, 70s. Which is like dangerous because they're also not. Uh, maintaining the ones that we have very well, not maintaining, and not upgrading. That yeah. that is what leads to shit like Long Island. <clears throat> yeah. So um, it seems to me like yeah, you can you can uh, use anecdotal disasters to like disregard a source of energy, but considering how life changing nuclear energy could be, and we're just talking about fission. We're talking we're mm-hmm. talking about a technology that it's has been with us since, since like, the sixties or something. yeah. Like that, and to dismiss that source of energy because of a few accidents. Like I, I could, I could um, point to anecdotal accidents that have ha- happened because of, uh, you know, renewable energy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I saw a YouTube video of like a ceiling melting. I believe it was a Walmart because of the solar panels. They just got mm-hmm, too Because they and it it. literally yep. melted the ceiling. It's happened a few um, times. The the disaster in Texas because they were dependent on. Um, the solar and wind power or whatever, and then when mm-hmm. the winter, like, the particularly cold, like, blizzard hit, um, everyone wanted energy all at once, and there wasn't enough energy, and yep. so everyone was screwed. And because um, they'd shut down all their nuclear so plants at the time, so they didn't have any backup energy at so all at the time why are we either. shutting down, you know, green energy because of that? It's like, oh, a disaster happened. There goes that source of energy. Like, I'm just, it's all part of the plan. <laughs> like, I'm just... I feel like the general populace just doesn't have a good sense of yeah like scale well, or proportion rather, um, and it's it, it's because the the ones that are in power and controlling the narrative are using it as a means to push an agenda. It's to leverage control. It's it's leverage control exactly. Because because if they can control energy, then they have more power. If you were to introduce something like a nuclear fission battery or a nuclear fusion battery, any of these things that could completely replace the grid forever. system. Yeah, yeah I, I, literally, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about a battery the size of a car battery could power everything in your house, your entire house, your car, and everything you use for your entire lifetime. A battery the size of a car battery could do that. And that would make people completely energy dependent by themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, independent is what I meant. Yeah, completely energy yeah. independent. Sign me up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to to the point where it would shut down. It would shut down literally every city's utilities. And that's why they don't allow it. And that's why they don't allow it. Okay, so because question. if because if they can hold that over your head, like, hey, you're not paying your power bill, we got to shut you off, or hey, there's this big storm that's coming, we got to cut power in certain places, you're going to be rolling brownouts, rolling blackouts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they get rid of that control, they get rid of that fear. Suddenly, people are more free to actually. Be individuals and think yep. for themselves. No, that definitely makes sense. But let me let me uh, play devil's advocate for just a second here. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. Um, Please do. So we're talking about energy independent, and I definitely don't want us to be energy independent. You know, right? I, I, I can I can definitely get behind that. However, solar, um, I do understand that most people that go solar, um, they are connected to the grid, and any power mm-hmm. that they don't use from solar goes straight to the grid, and they get credits or whatever for mm-hmm. that. But you certainly do have the option to install batteries Mm -hmm. on your house. And wouldn't those batteries make you into energy independent because you can't possibly generate enough energy to sustain an entire house for an entire year in a, well, at least not in a climate like this. So they actually did, uh, they did something very similar. Uh, they took an entire village in, I believe it was South Africa, believe it was South Africa. It might've been somewhere else in Africa, I believe it was South Africa. They took an entire village in, in Africa and they converted it to 100% solar to try to make it independent. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I see. And the village almost starved to death. Okay, so what I'm getting... Because is because they ran out of energy. They couldn't put the enough year, panels up to, to generate enough energy to power the town. Over the course of the year, you could probably generate enough power to... Um, power your entire house like on average but during the critical months like winter for example you wouldn't be generating enough power and your not, batteries can only hold so much not really so i used to have solar in my old house and you generate enough during the summer sometimes to to cover it but even well, I mean, during it depends the summer on how many uh, panels you have like it, you could put I, my entire roof it. had panels on it I had the, the biggest system I could get on my house. And there were even times during the summer where I didn't generate enough energy to power my, my whole house. And okay. I was a single guy at the time. And w- one, of the, uh, one of the episodes we did, we actually went through some of that solar and electric stuff um, <clears throat> or solar and wind stuff. And if I remember right, to power just one home, you would need... Was it one or two acres of solar panels? Yes. To actually provide enough power for that one house. There's no way that's true. Yep, Yeah. It is. Because of their average output throughout the year, that's what you would need. I, I'll, I'll have to... Uh, and then a like, wind? I can, I can definitely accept that you wouldn't generate enough power in the winter, um, but my understanding is you generate tons of power in the summer. You do. You generate more power in the summer, but it's still... Not enough to last an entire year. Well yeah, and your batteries are only meant to last like a few days. Yes. Most. Exactly. And so, so even and even so if you have a battery system, it doesn't store it, enough to to make it feasible to keep going the entire time. You would you would literally have an entire like, room yeah, of you batteries. Would have, you would have blackouts, a lot of blackouts if you were mm-hmm. completely dependent on solar. It but is most people are connected to the grid and it is. Yeah, it is it is it is inefficient when compared to other forms of electricity. Yeah, certainly, of energy certainly compared by, to nuclear by miles. Um, I, I I will have to look up the uh, the actual practicality of using solar because my understanding is like depending on how many solar panels you and, have, um, you can generate enough and um, and power on average throughout. To the be year. fair, Tesla may have some panels that are just ridiculously efficient because the numbers that they've Elon throws out they've gotten better is my understanding. Yeah, yes. The the numbers that Elon throws out didn't match up with anything we found. <laughs> when yeah. when we went through and found the information that we could find on on the average amount that a that a solar panel can generate and how much you would have to have, we were we were literally we were over an acre. You would need over an acre of land to power a house. So you would need an entire state. You would need to take up wait, what what did we end up thinking like half the yeah. state of Utah yeah. in solar panels <laughs> in order to power the United States. You would have to cover half of the state of Utah in solar panels. Actually, no, panels. It, it was uh, it was Arizona. You know, he so, quoted that he said to power the United States, let's take a section of Utah. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, Elon actually said that. I think it was I think it, we ended up deciding Arizona because that was the sunniest well, state. Yes, that's what we yeah, we, we decided to, Arizona because had it had the most Arizona sun. You had to cover Arizona in solar panels mm-hmm. to power the United States. To power the United States. And it would still be a but failure. Also you and, to power and it still it would still fall short. Issue. Yeah, that was the other thing. The it would still still would issue. have fallen short. But yeah, short. I definitely agree So. That, um it's impractical for the average household to do that just because batteries are so expensive right now. Yes. Um, well, it's, it's impractical yeah, on a my, huge my scale, too. My understanding is that solar panels have gotten better. They have. The years. They have. They have gotten and, better over the years, but to, they're still not up to snuff. And to be fair, if solar and wind was not regulated the way it is by the government... Yeah, and they're subsidized. That's a good point. Yeah. It could be that. far better, better than, than it is right impractical. now. There is that. It can be way better than this. And the, 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 the biggest problem with those things is that they absolutely pale when compared to almost any other form of energy production. I'm not going to argue uh, with that. You have, I mean, natural gas by far and away is the most efficient, the best form of, of um, energy production that and we it, have. And it's stupid clean. And <laughs> it is. It is stupid clean. <laughs> and And then you have nuclear is a very good option. And if if they removed a lot of the regulations on that, it could be the best option. And then uh, al- then allowed for better research on hydrogen power mm-hmm. because a nuclear plant, what it uh, it's waste is hydrogen. And so when the plant is in its off hours, they can switch it so it's producing hydrogen instead of more power. Yeah. And then they can take that hydrogen and make hydrogen fuel cells and whatever else. Yeah. And you could also, you could also use the thermal energy in that too. Yeah. And and that's another one. There's a a thermal energy that you can make that is highly efficient in a lot of cases, but it's stupid expensive and very tedious to actually build a a thermal system. Yeah. So that one's unfeasible simply because of cost. Yeah. So no, I was, I was this close to getting solar panels on my house, you know, like the numbers made sense or mm-hmm. whatever, or at least according to the numbers that they quoted me, but I just, I just couldn't bring myself to actually do it. I, I do miss, I do miss not having a, uh, uh, electric, electric bill, electric bill uh, during the summer sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometimes <laughs> during thumb, thumb month, honestly though, it didn't save me any money. Didn't pay like, itself. So, it didn't pay itself. Thing. Like they, it was yeah. A constant. Well, um, and, and they they present the numbers to you in a way that it, it, like it, the way that they present it, it makes sense, and you're like, okay, yeah, I could see how that would that would save me money and whatever. But the things that they that they leave out of that is, anytime the system goes down, for any reason, you're back at paying the grid. You're back at paying the grid. And you're paying you're footing the bill for the repair. Yep. And by the time your loan is up, you have to replace almost every one of those panels because they do not last that long. No. So they so have also have the like, company they say that it comes with a twenty five year guarantee or whatever, mm-hmm. but like these companies as far as I can tell, they're all startups, and so they often do not last twenty five years. Like twenty five yeah. years is a long time. And it is startups. It is yeah. for sure. I, and if I, and I if do you not have a, the assurance that they last that long, and if you have a solar panel from twenty five years ago, it is producing almost nothing compared to a solar panel made today. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So there's all of that. But. And then you can't recycle it. Yeah, that's another good question. <laughs> like, yeah, twenty five years is a long time, which is how long their warranties are. Uh-huh. But at the end of twenty five years you know, like what the heck do you do with so those old solar panels on your house that don't work anymore? They what go the to a dump. Ha- well, yeah, but you're responsible for like uninstalling them and transporting them to at, the dump. At best. And paying the fee to dump them because yeah. they're a hazardous material. So yeah. it actually costs money to, to yeah. like extra money to dump them. Yeah, at, that's the big reason I couldn't do it. Also, I'll, also real estate agents, like the salesman will tell you that it increases the value of your house. But all of the real estate agents that I've ever met, they hate solar panels. Yeah. Yeah. At best, a recycled solar panel, they could take the silicon out of it and make and crush it up and reuse it to try to make more panel stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's an extremely expensive and tedious process. Oh, I'm shocked. It's cheaper to just pay for it to be thrown in the dump. So my question is, how energy efficient are solar panels over the lifetime? of them from mining to production to and then they get there you know well, again when you their go power, to power and then you have to dispose of them when you go to a lithium ion battery for a car costs uh taking 500,000 tons of earth to be able to get the materials for that battery it's very similar for a solar panel hmm. so are those in, like <laughs> over the life of the which, which means you're using all those diesel excavators and diesel dump trucks <laughs> and diesel semis to move all that material to a plant that's powered by coal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to get to processed. It. And then the raw material is put into something more usable yeah. then shipped again by semi or freight to other yeah. places. <laughs> Yeah, it does, that, that doesn't answer my question on if they're energy efficient on the whole. But what I will say is clearly those that are advocates of, like, solar panels and electric cars and stuff like that, I seriously doubt they're even considering those factors no. when they're advocating for No, them. we played that video of, uh, was it Chevy or whatever, where the guy asked where the electricity comes from when they unveiled, this is our electric car, and the guy asked the lady that's doing where the whole the thing. Where does the electricity come from? Where does electricity from? come from? Don't ask that. And she just points, <laughs> it comes from right there. Like no, where does where does the power come from? And then she's oh, it comes from the electric company. Said, so, no, where does the electricity come from? What makes the electricity? And the uh, power plant guys there he's like, yeah, it's mostly coal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, just, it's that magic plug in the wall it just has power. It's I, great. Like it's great. I really want to know do politicians even know anything about like these considerations. Probably not. No. Mo- that makes me so sad. Most of them no, especially when some of them are like what's his face that thinks Guam will tip over and capsize if too many troops are to Is there a politician that believes that? <laughs> yes. There is. Oh there please is. tell me more. Yes. Oh, we'll show you a clip. We'll show you a clip. <laughs> we we've we've gone over it multiple times in the, the podcast. Yes. So we'll uh we'll show you a clip. But I think it's about time to sign off. It is time to night. sign off. It is sleepy time. Yep. So Like, subscribe, follow, do all the fun things and share, you know, support us. Share. Feed the algorithms. We need we need the feed. Gotta feed the machine. Think I should make that a shirt. Need the feed. Need the feed. (laughs) (laughs) Need the feed. (gasps) Bye. Bye. Oh, there's a point okay you're recording <laughs> no oh, okay no, no we're not recording no, no this isn't am, recorded your deepest darkest secrets can on, be I'm a hijacking i'm hijacking the beginning of the recording ignore ah. ignore sure. that because it's not part of the recording at all he's got the clap and he's giving it to you, what do you uh, mean it's not part uh, of the recording the, the button is red of course it's part of the, recording. <laughs> the red means stop silly goose Not in this (laughs) country. specifically told me that. I know the show was, that button was red during the whole show last time. The show must stop. (laughs) Anyway, I am hijacking this recording. Um, Trevor, you seem pretty bummed driving in the snow, so I'm trying to
1: lighten the mood.
0: Oh. Because I have Christmas presents for the two of you. I'm fine with driving in the snow. Thank you. And Mike, you get exactly the same. Sweet! I didn't get anything for you because... I'm broke. I'm well, broke. I did not wrap these because I wrap presents for my children. If you are not a child that is my own experiencing Christmas magic... But I'm a child at You heart. get the gift, Boot. but not the wrap, wrapper. So those are gift baskets. Yay, ah, gift baskets. Ah. That's a beast of a container. There are two different lids. There's three different lids. That is actually why these... Bottles are so awesome is because you can choose if you want to go the straw route or just the normal drink oh my water goodness. bottle route. That is very large. Oh, there's like straws and stuff in there. I didn't even realize. Ugh. I've never seen this water bottle before. And okay. it's got a strap so you can sling it around your arm. I'll probably take off the strap. Ah, decent. But that is strap off. Not quite all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't get those kinds of references immediately Please tell me that's going At the beginning of the episode now
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Strap off? Strap on Wait We've been bamboozled <laughs> Yes, I anyway, got the blue one that's not entirely all. I mean, it's sort of. It sort of is. So I ordered a bunch of uh, "Let's Go Brandon" water bottle stickers. Oh yes. But they sent me a bunch of Trump twenty twenty four stickers instead. Oh and no. And I didn't have time to change it. That's okay. So, but some of them are neutral, like uh, this U.S. flag, peace sign, a USA, an American flag. Anyway, there's a bunch that are not directly Trump 2024. I'm not quite on the Trump 2024 bandwagon. You know, I might have to jump on it. I could be convinced, but I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> on it. Anyway, so who wants stickers? I have four of them that are not Trump Oh, I'll take the flag. Flag? Uh, th- Which one do you want? Flag. Uh, this one. Yep. Yep, yep. All right. <coughs> Winning. Hashtag. Anyway, you can also order uh, just others over time. Maybe I'll get you um, some more stickers over time. But anyway, thought that would lighten the mood. Consider it lightened. I have a hookup to make stickers, so. Oh, you, yeah. You know a guy? I know a guy. Maybe we can get the logo. Call oh, a girl. Oh, you know a gal. She's hot. <laughs> Is she hot? <laughs> I hope your wife is listening. She is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm covering up the logos with my stickers. Oh, that would have been a good idea. (laughs) Dang it! (laughs) There's a logo! Oh, shit! That's that's cool. Thank you, sir. It's got a handle. um, I was thinking we could just leave our water bottles down here. I know you already have a water bottle, Mike, but I live in a multi-floored house, and I have to have a water bottle for like every floor, so I figured it'd still be useful. Much like how Mike has a firearm anywhere close by in his house. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Mike has, or Keith has water bottles anywhere close by. Yeah, that's right. It's the only (laughs) proper way to protect yourself, sir. Water bottles everywhere. Yes. Yes, water bottles. <laughs> water bottles in <laughs> all the right places. <laughs> Swing, away, Swing away, Jack. Swing away. Now I have a professional looking water bottle. That I'll just professional keep looking here so I don't have to remember a water bottle every week. Is that okay, Mike, if I just yeah, leave it here? Of course. It's fine. There we've got a fridge. It's got it has got water in it. <laughs> You're uh free to use that whenever. <laughs> got a fridge, it's got water in it. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. We like it. Anyway. It's a thing that happens. Did you know it keeps food cold? It's amazing. I didn't know that. (laughs) I thought it was just for a while. I I honestly thought that was the most expensive water dispenser I'd ever seen. (laughs) But I wanted to feel rich. So here we are. (laughs) So here we are feeling dirt poor. (laughs) (laughs) And we're thankful. Thankful. Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> very grateful. <laughs> well, okay then. Yeah, thank you. You're that welcome. That was very thoughtful of you. Merry Christmas, and happy birthday to you, Trevor. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> yes, Merry Christmas to all, and to all the godless animals out there. Happy holidays. <laughs> and also, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> No, I should I, I should vent about that one of these weeks. Just Maybe we talk about Kwanzaa, where that came from. That would be fun. <laughs> it's, it's not made up at all, except for it's it totally made is up. anyway. It's a prelude. Prelude. I'm trying to think if there's any preludes that I actually enjoyed. Okay. Shall we then? Shall. Shall. I'm down. Shall he says with the this sickness? <laughs> down, <laughs> down with the sickness! What? Get the oh, Jamaica
1: down oh, ah, with ah, the sickness! Oh! Ah, ah, ah.